from what I've seen from the screens, and I've talked to many of their customers, and they all all say the same comment that the newer screens are much nicer, much cleaner, and they were obviously that way during this presentation. Growing a business requires a holistic approach that extends beyond sales and marketing. This approach needs alignment among people, processes, and technologies. So if you're a business owner, operations, or finance leader looking to learn growth strategies from your peers and competitors, you're tuned into the right podcast. Welcome to the WBS Podcast, where scalable growth using business systems is our number one priority. Now, here is your host, Sam Gupta. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the WBS Podcast. I'm Sam Gupta, your host and principal consultant at independent ERP and digital transformation consulting firm Elevate IQ. Most people underestimate the role of products or services in defining your processes structure. This is also probably the reason why most industries would have comparable operations. And as a result, they would be using a similar ERP system. For example, the needs of FMCG distributors are likely to be different from industrial distributors. While most distributors might have similar processes, their processes might vary based on the industry served. This is also perhaps the reason why selecting an ERP system is so hard. So where does Makola fit based on its data model and product architecture? In today's episode, we invited a panel of industry experts for live discussion on LinkedIn to conduct an independent review of DCI Makola's capabilities. We covered many grounds, including its unique capabilities and where it's likely to be the strongest fit. Finally, we discussed how ECI is trying to re-architect to align it with other products in its portfolio and why its design has always been biased towards FMCG distributors. With that, let's get to the conversation. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's show. And if you are joining for the first time, this is part of our industry series for which we meet every Tuesday at 5.30 p.m. Eastern. We review one vendor or the solution independently. And uh, we always have a panel that is willing to share their insights and wisdom. So for today, we have a very interesting solution. It's called ECI Macola. And uh, Macola fans are going to be there in a million, I guess, just because the solution was very powerful, obviously. So we are going to have a lot of fun discussing that before we do that. We are going to start with everybody's intros. I am going to start with my intro. If you don't know me, I am Sam Gupta, your host and uh, principal at Elevate IQ. Elevate IQ is the independent ERP and digital uh, transformation consulting firm. And uh, Makola has been there in a lot of different deals. We are going to be discussing some of these those deals today in terms of the outcome. On that note, I am going to move to Andy for his intro. Well, thank you, Sam. Thank you for inviting me. My name is Andy Pratico. I've been involved in ERP software specifically for small to mid-sized manufacturers. 
since 1981. I worked all over North America. I lived in the U.S. for 11 years. I'm in Vancouver, Canada now. This is where I grew up, actually. But uh, interesting that Macola is the topic because back when I first got into the ERP business in 1981, it was a going concern. Uh, yeah, at, well, in 1981. Uh, and uh, so I'll probably have some stories for you. Okay, amazing. And I am definitely interested in uh, hearing uh, those. And if you're in the audience and joining for the first time, make sure uh, you guys post your comments and questions. Uh, we will try to cover them towards the end. If we run out of time, we will make sure that you guys are going to receive your answers. Uh, on that note, uh, I am going to start with the quick briefing on the solution. And then uh, and you can probably offer your commentary. And then I'll share my stories. And then you can share your stories. And then finally, we can move on to the, the slides. Um, so here, uh, you know, ECI, Andy, I don't know if you recall, we have done their corporate strategy episode. And um, I don't know if we have done any other products so far. I believe we have done ECI M1, uh, if I recall correctly. Which other have we completed so far? I think just two. Right, Andy? You're on I'm mute. I'm just having a quick scan, and yeah. I think this is just a sec. Yeah, this is the this second is third, third. So we have done the corporate strategy and ECIM yeah. one. Yeah. So overall, just a refresher uh, in their corporate strategy. Uh, they are the new sort of in four, if you will. And the reason why I am calling them in four is because they have the similar strategy as buying a lot of different ERP systems and grow through acquisition. There are at least four companies in the market that are following similar strategy. Some have slowed down a little bit. They have become primarily now the ERP developers, but you know some companies are still following the similar strategy. ECI was very active in the acquisition game last year. Now, there is a little bit nuance there in terms of the strategy for every vendor that is following this whole acquisition game. And they typically try to call them as purpose-built. They have very similar strategy. They are trying to position each of these products for specific market verticals where you are going to have very deep nuanced requirements. Now, uh, first of all, uh, those four vendors are going to be Infor, Apicor, AppTeam, and ECI. Uh, these four companies have very similar strategy uh, in terms of finding the solutions that are going to be purpose-built so that you don't have to customize as much, you don't have to invest as much. Uh, in terms of the integration, the solutions are going to be slightly more full suite. There are always going to be pros and cons of each approaches, and we are going to be discussing those pros and cons. Now, overarching strategy for ECI among the purpose-built vendors is going to be ECI likes to play in that QuickBooks segment. Infor is slightly bigger. They are trying to target the bigger customer as possible, so they are now competing in the likes of your Microsoft, SAP, Oracle, they are going up in the food chain just because they have sort of, you know, proven in the SMB market segment. Apicor is in slightly smaller segment than in four. So Apicor is still a very large solution in general. And they are playing right below where in four is going to uh, play. 
Uh, now, Aptine and ECI are going to be in much smaller segment. ECI is really sort of the best way to think about ECIs. Most of the products that ECI is trying to acquire or trying to design, redesign, re-architect, you know, they are trying to simplify as much as possible because they want to play in that five to $20 million segment where you cannot afford to handle very complex products. You just don't have as much consulting budget uh, and the products can't be as frightening as some of the larger segments. So that's the whole psycholo- psychology uh, behind how they are approaching their acquisition strategy and how they are trying to design their products at this point of time. Some of the key acquisition for ECI, especially in the last couple of years, uh, they have acquired DCAM, which was just phenomenal product, okay? Uh, you know, in terms of their design, technology, architecture, it's one of the, the best-looking products possible. But again, it's very simple in its design because it's trying to target that $5 to $20 million segment. Uh, again, the problems that these customers are going to have uh, is going to be very different. There are some other products that are really, really good in ECI's portfolio that you are not going to find anywhere else. One of the products is GDMS, I believe, uh, and that is really positioned for those um, office resellers. And when I say office resellers, those are going to be those managed print uh, companies, the companies that are going to be in Vico ecosystem, Xerox ecosystem, those are the companies that um, uh, ECI really likes to target. So overarching strategy for ECI is going to be, okay, going after these micro, micro patches uh, inside the industry and find these smaller fragmented market spaces where you are going to have many of the companies that are going to be in that 5 to $20 million range. Uh, and that's where your ECI Makola is sort of fit as well. Now, when you look at the distribution products, there are going to be two or three different layers of thinking of the distribution products as well. Number one is going to be your FMCG distribution. Number two is going to be your industrial distribution. When you are going to be looking at these products, you are going to be thinking, okay, they can do everything. They can do distribution, they can do manufacturing. But the differentiator really is going to be in terms of the kind of product that you are trying to sell, in terms of the products that you are trying to service, that's where the real differentiator is in terms of the the ERP processes, because that's how most industries and the companies are going to be structured. So here, when we think of the FMCG distribution and industrial distribution, they both are very different in general, the way these two spaces work. Their planning is going to be very different. Their logistics need are going to be very different. The MRP planning is going to be uh, very different. Um, The way you are going to be sourcing your products is going to be very different. The way you are going to be scheduling is going to be very different as well. So the products that are going to be uh, really targeted for FMCG vertical, they will not be doing as good for the industrial distribution. Now, Makola's positioning has always been in the FMCG space. That's where they have won a lot. So the, the comparable for ECI, the, the closest competitor, okay, is in my mind is always going to be Cispro because Cispro is a very similar product. Um, you know, overall from the size perspective, it's designed to be simple. Uh, you know, similar to your ECI Makola, it's designed for those single site uh, sort of customers. It's not really 
designed to target multi-site or companies that are going similar to have hundreds of technology too. So what's that? Similar technology too as as CISPRO. I don't really have any insight, so I'm actually going to count on that. Uh, count on you on that. So if uh, you know more about which technology are we talking about, do you have some more colors in terms of um, which tech stack do they use? Well, uh, I'm not a technology guy, Sam. You are, so um, I'm not going to do the best at describing what I'm going to tell you. But back in 1981, it's it's very interesting. That's when I first got in the business. The products that were mainstream at that time were CISPRO, Macola, uh, Epicor, uh, and uh, an, uh, Samco, and another one that had four letter acronyms starting with a W, and I can't remember what it was. But all of those except for Epicor were COBOL-based systems. That's where they all. That's where their uh, DNA came from. Yeah. Um, now, over the years, uh, CISPRO, for example, uh, has you know it's 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 out of South Africa. The ownership's out of yep. South Africa, and it's consistent you know consistently developed and evolved over the years, and it's it's a fairly competitive mainstream product today still. Products like uh, I mentioned Samco, uh, Macola, and a few other ones like that. Uh, well, specifically Macola, it's been bought and sold many, many times. The most recent purchase, of course, is with ECI. Yep. And it does appear they're starting to put some traction into the development of the product. However, with all the other companies that's owned it historically, they didn't really put a lot of R&D into it. So it was getting behind the eight ball. Okay, so very interesting. So I'll share my perspective. Obviously, I think we are going to have a little disagreement there. That's okay. That's how you know these forums are designed, right? And we always do, Sam. <laughs> Sorry, what's that? We, we always do have a disagreement. Right, and that's the, that's the fun part of these forums, okay? So we all have our experiences. So we, now, we, all, we all have our disagreements, but I'm always exactly. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are always right, Andy. <laughs> you are always right. Okay, so in terms of the technology, so I think you are right. You know, all of them were mainframe based. And I think I have the evidence for that somewhere in the history documentation. Now, SysPro has been moving from your file-based system to your database. So I think they are very well SQL Server based at this point of time. Yes. Macola has been SQL Server based for some time. Okay, so, you know, they are not recent entrant in the SQL Server game. They have been SQL Server based for my recollection is that for at least at least seven to eight years. Oh, uh, no they, question. Probably 10 years. Yeah, no exactly. Question. Exactly. And they were actually, see, uh, Makola was backed by one of the better companies in my mind. Exact. Okay. Exact yeah. is the Intuit. Um, you know, of the world, I, I think they are European companies. Battery Battery Ventures also owned them, and they just they were just a PE company. They weren't investing anything. Exactly, exactly. But if you look at any of the products that were developed by Exact, they were slightly better in general overall no in question. terms of the product development. The way your Intuit QuickBooks is going to be, because Exact obviously had a lot of funding. The reason I think why they discontinued those products is because they are trying to figure out, okay, do you do I want to be more of the accounting software company, which is going to be consumerized without any consulting help, or do I want to be an ERP company? Now, these two are very different business models. Some people get confused. They try to do everything. Okay, I am accounting software. I'm ERP. I'm everything. Okay, uh, but that's not how uh, you know businesses work. 
you need to really make your mind especially if you are going to be that big okay where you are going to play so i think exact has figured out that okay if they want to compete with companies like intuit they really need to be focused and create that consumerized experience that does not require any sort of consulting how okay sage is sort of playing in between as well <laughs> but their marketing strategy is all over the place uh, you know overall when i think about that um, now when i look at macola and that's probably the reason why macola has had one of the best product architecture even today okay if you look at their really? legacy product wow, that's surprising. Yeah. good okay yeah i have always loved macola product and i have validation from users as well they have always loved macola products i have not found a single customer so far who has complained uh, about the usability of macola you are going to get a lot of different technical errors pro you know we have checked those reviews online and when i look at the online trend as well for the most part most users do love macola even though technology is completely outdated okay the other layer that i would like to bring here is going to be the new architecture so the way eci is designing the product it has very similar mindset as the way in four is approaching the product as well what these guys are trying to do is in the web experience you can't have the same bloated experience that you used to have in the on prem world so they are trying to simplify the workflows even though the underlying capabilities are probably going to be similar but mm -hmm. the workflows the way you are going to be looking at screen you are not going to find 20000 fields you are probably going to find 20 fields okay so that's the real differentiator like well, my brother have 20000 <laughs> well depending upon who you are and d right i mean see there are I'm companies kidding. no 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 that's that's crazy <laughs> of course yeah yeah but i mean look i mean see depending upon the size of the company if you are going to be really humongous company you probably need 20000 fields to be honest okay because you are probably going to have very complex approval flows you are going to have very complex operations so you will probably outgrow what the uh, eci is trying to design with the macola product so again your market segment is very important when you look at any products because each product is designed for a specific customer set in mind based on their experience based on their education level so again the customer persona is extremely important in my mind the ideal customer profile for macola is going to be that fmcg guy who is going to be in that 5 to 20 million dollar range that's how eci is trying to approach they are trying to rearchitect the product completely i don't know whether it started with exact or with macola if you are going to be looking at new cloud experience it's going to be very similar to how other eci products are structured it's going to be very similar to your odoo it's going to be very similar to decom uh, it's going to be very similar to uh, other products that eci has in its portfolio so andy I'll, i'll pause there i don't know if you have any follow up commentary there no 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 i mean obviously you've investigated the current technologies they're providing and the, and that that all sounds exciting um the the only interesting side comment is that you're familiar with eci and some of their other products like job boss and e2 which have merged recently yeah but the scuttlebutt you know rumors are rumors but the scuttlebutt is that a lot of the eci products are going to merge into their m1 system 
So honestly speaking, I have looked at some more reports and the valuation. And obviously, tech is also a very reputed organization. They are fairly credible in my mind in general, uh, based on the oh, kind TEC? of event. TEC from Montreal. Yeah, um, I know them. I know them very well. They are decent, yeah. you know, yeah. so we can probably trust them. Um, so they have done their evaluation of ECI as well. And in that, they have identified Makola is not the product that is going to be shut down anytime soon. Oh, so okay. Makola good. is going to be, I, so the way ECI is approaching it was, it was more, I think they, what I'd heard, it was more of the the E2 job boss merger, which was going to keep flowing up to M1. And, and that's a right strategy. And that's where I like to differentiate between your industrial distribution and FMCG distribution, to be honest. Okay. They will never be able to sell, uh, sorry, uh, if they are merging uh, job boss and the E2 shop tech are the ones that are merging and they are creating job boss 2 product. They are right. going to continue with the M1 product because that's very different. That's way off. We have reviewed. It's just, it's just, it's a very different beast. Okay. No, so yeah, if you are going to have fanboys of M1, they will never move to any other product and then ECA is going to lose those customers. The same thing is going to happen with Makola as well. Makola fans are there. Okay. They are loyal to Makola. I don't think they'll be moving to any other products. If they were going to move, my mind is going to say that they are either going to move to either Cispro or Acumatica. They are probably You're going probably to correct, go. Sam, but you know, uh, this is just from my experience. And of course, uh, you know, I don't have, uh, I don't have the same depth of the company as you're describing, but uh, you know, of all the ECI products that I run across in a competitive situation, I never come across Makola. Because you are primarily competing in the uh, manufacturing space. Makola is not necessarily a manufacturing product. Fair enough. enough. They were targeted at manufacturing originally back in the 80s. They do still target manufacturing, light manufacturing, and the product Mm. is really designed for light manufacturing. But their sweet spot is going to be FMCG retail, FMCG distribution, Uh, light manufacturing food manufacturing uh i would not position them as the food manufacturing product in general because they are not going to have food manufacturing capabilities but the way these food manufacturing companies operate okay they don't care for the operation operation is all manual so makola is really used as the accounting and sometimes just the financial reporting so you can use whatever you want then you know you are not necessarily using an erp so you are paying for an ERP. But it totally <laughs> makes sense, Sam. You know, you're right. I, I specialize in manufacturers, and that's probably the reason why I don't hear about them. Yeah, exactly. And I'll tell you two deals where they have competed, and then you will know where the customers are. And in, in both cases, okay, the customers never complained anything about Makola so far. And I like to be very fair with that's our assessment, great. and I'm reporting as I, uh, you know, uh, got from the customer. So in the in one deal that we were competing uh, with Makola, we had SAP business by design. Uh, we had Microsoft, I believe, either GP or NAV, and then Makola. So these three products. The company was more of in the FMCG distribution space. I believe they were making I get shoe polish or some sort of you know shoe product. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, Commodity. so that's that's very FMCG in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were making that and they were on Makola for a very long time. The only reason why they were in the market is because uh, Makola, I think, announced that they were sort of pulling the plug, that they were not going to continue with the product. And, you know, uh, then they just weren't sure if they were going to get the support 
But then, you know, by the time we finished the deal, then they had announced that, okay, ECI is going to take over. And ECI committed them that, okay, you know, this is probably not going to be a problem for you. We'll take care of you. So they were sort of convinced. But if their, um, you know, words, the way they concluded, they said, you know, all of the products and, and, you know, since this is a very FMCG distribution company, I would think that, you know, for them, SAP, Microsoft, uh, and Makula are going to be fairly even products. And that's exactly what customer felt that Microsoft, uh, NAV, uh, your SAP business by design, as well as Makula, they appeared very similar uh, mm-hmm. overall in terms of their capabilities. The only reason why they had gone with Microsoft is because of the Microsoft familiarity in mm-hmm. terms of the interface. Um, that's what they have decided. But you know they did not have any sort of concerns uh, about Makula. I'll tell you the second story. So second story is related to um, the electrical distribution space, okay? So these, mm. this is the company where they are really selling your keyboard and mice and, you know, so really the, the electronic space, they do a light Including components, I noticed the reference designation as being a field that they include. E- exactly, exactly. So they were on Makola, and Makola is very active in the electrical distribution space as well. Obviously, Epicor is the real winner uh, in that space. Makola is sort of there, um, you know, in, in some patches. So they were in that space and they were reviewing Infor Cloud Suite Industrial Site Line. Uh, they had reviewed, I believe, Acumatica. Uh, they had reviewed Macola as well. So initially when they were in the market, the only reason why they were in the market is because uh, they felt that Macola was very outdated. So they were not even considering uh, Macola as part of their deal. Uh, you know, but then they sort of started uh, talking to ECI, okay, hey, why don't you show us your product, what you have done? And they were actually pleasantly surprised, Mm. uh, you know, what they saw in Makola. And again, I am trying to report as is the way the the customer uh, mentioned, they felt that Infor Cloud Suite Industrial uh, was slightly more legacy product, even though they saw the the cloud version of Cloud Suite Industrial overall from the look, look and feel, and they felt that it was slightly more complex which is natural for the smaller vendors uh, or the smaller customers. If you're going to be too small, then yeah. you know the bigger products are going to be frightening. Okay, Absolutely. so that's the that's the conclusion that so so they really could relate with the Macola product and they liked it. And this is where I feel you know uh, Macola is really positioned for those kind of customers. And the reason for that is because they will connect with the product uh, industrial distribution, industrial manufacturing. I will doubt if they are going to be connecting with the product. Yeah. All fair statements. Thank you, Seth. Okay. Any other follow-up comments, stories? No? Okay. So here we have, um, you know, some of the slides and we are going to validate our assumptions based on our slides and the data that we have collected. We are also going to be looking at some of the reviews. If we are consistent with our assessment, the hypothesis that we have made that, uh, you know, Makola is probably going to be the product for those FMCG vertical. So, you know, I was watching one of the YouTube videos and they were trying to show the logos. Now, these are some of the logos and obviously you are probably going to be showing one of the biggest logos always. That's how most companies are. So here, when I did a little analysis here, so number one, they have roughly 8,000 customers, okay? And 40 years of experience, obviously that's a, they have been in the market for a very long time. I don't know if they really have 8,000 customers as of today, um, to be honest, and I don't know if these are really sites. Okay, so I have to tell you the third uh, you know, example or the story that I forgot to mention. 
one of the customer I know, they are in the industrial distribution space and they sort of make the hoses. And, uh, you know, they are using Makola and they are roughly $500 million company. Can you believe this? Okay. So the 500 only, million. Holy cow. 500 million. Yeah. They have like, and they have acquired a lot of different companies. They became big just because of these acquisition. And all of these entities are really running on Makola. The only reason why they came to us is because, uh, you know, they were going through a lot of different challenges in terms of their inventory. Inventory was never sort of one-to-one uh, in terms of what you had in the warehouses versus what you had in different sites. Um, so they had a lot of challenges related to the inventory and they were feeling that Makola is probably too small for them. And that's the reason why they wanted to look for uh, other options. And now with COVID, uh, their problems were far more severe. And the reason for that is because now, initially, you were okay when you had, let's say, single source of inventory, you are a little off, you might be okay. But with COVID, things were getting really worse because if you don't have the critical component sitting in your, your shelf, it can really hurt you in terms of your key customers. So that's the reason why, they, again, they did not replace anything so far, but they were into more of the industrial distribution space. So that is the biggest customer uh, that I could find from Makola's perspective. And my understanding of their operations is they are really using Makola only for, I would say, 70% of the financial operations or the accounting. It's, uh, you know, they are not really using for the inventory. Very, very, very lean operations overall from the uh, manufacturing as well as uh, distribution and the inventory. So it's really the financial reporting accounting sort of thing. Well, that, that list of logos they have there is certainly impressive. Exactly, exactly. But if you look deeper, Andy, if you look at the overall distribution of these logos, you are going to notice one thing. They are very retail FMCG centric. Okay, even if they are not going to be in the food space, they are still going to be very FMCG centric. In fact, I mean, see, there are some FMB consulting companies. Now, those consulting companies are probably going to have similar processes as well, not in terms of the the product warehousing operation, because obviously you are not selling physical products, but you are still going to be collaborating with your test labs, you are going to be part of that industry. So you have some of the FM, FNB consulting companies as well. Now, not-for-profit in my mind is sort of the outlier for Makula. And the reason for that is because you don't really have that operational uh, not-for-profit functionality. So most of these non, not-for-profit probably are using just the accounting functionality. And if yeah, you are treating, yeah. Um, it actually, surprisingly enough, uh, you know, back I was talking about in the 80s, which is a long time ago. Uh, there used to be a uh, a magazine put out by the uh, CPAs or the CAs in Canada, and they used to do uh, uh, you know uh, define which they which were their favorite accounting systems, and the ones on the top were always Macola and Cispro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because they are easier, and they are going to be even easier, um, you know, once ECI rearchitects. And um, yeah, so we are going to look at all of those screens. Um, okay. So, Andy, any other comments? No. Okay. So, these are really the changed screens. So, if you look at the layout, it's going to feel as if you are utilizing QuickBooks, but with much deeper functionality that you are probably not going to find in QuickBooks. If you compare this with the older screens that Makola had, Makola used to be a very busy product, and we have some of those screens as well. Uh, so now, if you are going to look at the experience that ECI, I don't know who started this, whoever started this, this is a genius idea. This is the right market segment for you. 
If you are going to be in this market segment, you really need to figure out how to simplify your product. You cannot Absolutely. simplify your product. Either you are going to be, uh, you are going to move up in the food chain, then that becomes your market. That's a very different market. Okay, you are not going to find as many customers, and there is all obviously very high competition. So in my mind, I think ECI is taking a very smart approach here. Uh, you know, very, the way very they clean looking screen. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Here, you know, these uh, when you look at the different order types, this is a very similar to Acumatica experience. Um, you know, they are trying to uh, define different order types, including your credit memo is going to be an order. So now what that does is your guys don't really need to know as much accounting. Um, you know, they can literally create credit memo product or whatever amount you are trying to credit. It's just going to be very easy uh, for the entry level person who might not have a CPA to be able to enter these transactions. So the accountants can go and quickly uh, approve uh, in your uh, in your GL. So I really like the way they are layering this information and the way they are really designing uh, the product. Okay, so this is the, again, the experience is mind blowing to be honest. This is again, one of the best, uh, you know, cloud native experience that I have personally seen lately, the way they are doing, the way they have structured their fields. Uh, it's really very good design principle in my mind. And this is going to be a very similar experience as in 4SXE. And in 4SXE is a very distribution centric product. In 4SXE, we had concluded in its episode that it is really designed for that B2B industrial distribution, which is a very different experience than your FMCG distribution. These two are very different uh, you know, verticals. So here we are looking at Amazon-like experience, but most distributors that are going to be wholesale, they are probably going to care for that Amazon-like experience. And that is what every product is trying to replicate. And that's why mm -hmm. you have the screen for the line entry that is going to be very different from how your manufacturing products are going to be. And again, you know, it depends upon how your people operate on your desk or on the shop floor. That's how they are trying to design uh, the product. Andy, go ahead. Did you have a comment? No, 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 not at all. Okay. And then, you know, we have noticed a lot of different dates in several products. Okay. So now we are noticing these dates in the case of Makola as well, where you have the requested date, promise date, requested ship date. The smaller the product, the more dates you are going to find because the product is trying to do everything. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's the mindset of the product. Uh, you know, we have seen these dates in the case of Visual. Visual is targeted for very small customers as well. That's why they are trying to combine engineering, manufacturing, production, you know, right. quality as part of one product as opposed to having the dedicated best of breed functionality as part of the product. So again, the size matters a lot. So here as well, you are trying to find a lot of different dates. Again, ECI trying trying to be that full experience, um, you know, as opposed to using five different products and then worry about the integration. Here, everything is going to be integrated out of the box. So that's the benefit for those customers that are trying to replace uh, either QuickBooks or trying to replace that siloed experience, uh, you know, in the form of these products. Interesting that they have six digits in their currency. Yes, and that's a very good observation, uh, to be honest, Andy. And you will find this in the food vertical. I'll tell you why. Sure. Okay. Uh, if you talk to any of the food businessmen, they'll tell you some of the ingredients or the spices could be extremely, extremely expensive. Right. So they don't really, they will not be fine just with two digit digit. Because sometimes you need to track until, and again, these are the the details that you can find. Okay, 
which is the industry that product this product is targeted for. So if you are going to show a manufacturing product which is going to have just two digit digit after your decimal, then your food manufacturers and the distributors they will not like it. No way. <laughs> because I, they they have those spices that are very expensive. Well, I've uh, I've seen that many digits in currency before, but it's been no more. I I had not a thought about it in the spices, but it's been for gold or very 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 valuable metals. Exactly, and that's a very good point. My understanding is going to be, I think Makola does really well in the jewelry space. Okay, even mm. Acumatica does really well in the jewelry space. So wow. if you are going to go to jewelry now, if you are selling diamond, okay, you better have eight or you know even ten digits sometimes. You know after your decimal, <laughs> because those products are really expensive, and you need to track every single fragment out there. Okay, other uh, comments? No. Okay, so here now we are looking at again the configuration experience is going to be very different as well across the product categories across the ERP systems. So here we are looking at a configurator, but this configurator designed to be easier. So think of the the kind of products that Macola is trying to sell. They are trying to sell either the bicycle or the food or pasta or pizza. You know now the con configuration that you are going to have in this. is going to be very different than a very expensive 3d robot so again product type is very important when you are looking at any of the erp system so here the way configurator is designed it's really designed for those food centric verticals very light assembly centric manufacturing that's how the the product is is designed in the old days their configurator which of course is built in it comes included It, but it was only an option configurator, so it was fairly limited. But I don't know how strong it is today, though. So it is the same thing, Andy. I don't know whether you can notice here on the screen. So here you are going to have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten, you know, mm. options. But this is a very similar configurator that you can probably build on WordPress. Okay, the yeah. only difference between this configurator and the WordPress configurator is going to be that this is going to be connected with your operations. You know, you don't have to key in your order once you are going yeah, to see it. But you can probably exactly you can probably pull off this configurator even in your website. You probably mm. don't need an ERP system uh, for that. Um, so this is a very simple configurator. If you compare this with Acumatica configurator right now. my understanding acumatica configurator and and macola configurator they are fairly even uh acumatica is going to be slightly more complex uh but in my mind they are fairly even and similar right now very competitive yeah okay so here uh you know we have some more uh you know comments here overall from the court uh to to sort of you know lot sale so they are trying to create the similar experience as your crm if your sales people are going to using especially for distribution organization you are going to have a lot of sales people and sales people are really critical for your organization because you run because of your sales people so here uh, you know you are looking at split in terms of the commission of different sales people and again that's very unique in that space because you might have multiple layers that might be participating in your opportunity so again that you are going to find only in these industry not all industries have the similar comp model uh you know for your products but in this particular space you are definitely going to find that now this is again the way the you are sort of you know designing your screens you are trying to disable the options that 
your people are not going to care. So this is going to be really easy experience. You don't really require a developer to do this. If you are going to go to your Epicor Info, you probably need a developer. You cannot customize your screens without the help of a developer, or you'll probably mess up something. You know, you definitely don't want your business users to be, uh, uh, you know, tinkering with your Epicor Info. So here, this is a very simple experience for your business users to be able to customize that. But again, the market segment is very different. So pay attention to that. Yeah, it's interesting that the screens are already fairly clean, and yet yeah. it allows you to even customize them even more so and simplify them more so. Exactly. And that's where I think they are trying to be more like QuickBooks. The people who are moving away from QuickBooks, they are trying to provide that experience. Again, you can't have best of both worlds where you are going to have very detailed a lot of different options, but then you are also looking for simplicity. It doesn't work that way in terms of design. So either you can have very simple design or you can have very a, a lot of different options. So you need to decide who you really are. Okay, so overall, if you look at the overarching features, I mean, every single ERP is going to appear very similar. The critical success factors is always going to be in the product type, the lead time of the product, you know, how the product is really, um, you know, flowing through your production process. That's where the real differentiator is with respect to ERP system. And each ERP system is designed really for, uh, you know, micro verticals. If you are going to use it in any other micro vertical, you know, you are going to see implications in your planning. Um, you know, the way people are going to be reacting, they will not know what's really wrong. They will not feel natural, uh, you know, when they are going to be using the product. And that's why it is really important to understand the product psychology and product design. And by the way, Andy, so Makola also has the similar workflow as your SAP and visual, info visual. Uh, so a lot of people might find it shocking, but you know, this visual workflow in my mind, this is very similar to SAP, the way SAP has designed their workflow. I don't know if you can really go to the physical document. Sometimes if you are going to be using the crystal reports, it's very hard to build the physical document. Some uh, systems don't even store the physical document as part of the same database. So you are not going to get the similar experience, but only in the case of SAP, we saw that they can do it. Uh, Info Visual can do that, uh, but not many products. So I don't know if you can oh, have- It looks very simple. It looks very simple, but I'm not seeing the physical document here. So I don't know, maybe once you click on your uh, you know document, then you can probably see that. But then we are going to have one surprise in the commentary that the way Makola data model is designed, you know, once you convert from your code to your uh, order, the code actually disappears. So that's going to be another simplicity. Yeah, that yeah. yeah <laughs> I, I read that. I thought that was kind of odd. Yeah, and again, when you are going to have simple product, you need to have very simple database because you cannot afford to run the server farm of a billion dollar company. There's no mm -hmm. way in the hell. So you need to reduce the number of tables in the database. And one of the easiest way to uh, remove those tables is going to be track this life cycle based on a status, then tracking that as the individual document or the table. Okay, so in their case, they are simply tracking as the status. Okay, code, as soon as it is converted, gone. Okay, and the other thing that you are going to notice with these products is going to be overall CRM workflow. These uh, products were not really designed for the CRM workflow. So they are going to be weak in their CRM processes. They are going to be strong in the operations process, but they are not going to be as deep in the CRM processes. This is a, a basically a workflow screen, not really a lifecycle screen, correct? How would you define the difference, Andy? You need to tell me the difference between workflow and lifecycle, the way you interpret it. Sure. Well, well, workflow is when you're... It's, workflow commonly looks like something like Visio, where it's flowcharts. 
and usually it's it's defining how this, the ERP is going to react by putting logic in each of the steps versus the life cycle is basically traceability of the transaction from okay, the beginning so, to the end. So I think there might be uh, differences in the way, the kind of you know terms we are using, but overall intent that you describe is right, okay? So the way I look at this, this is not really your uh, you know visual sort of workflow mapping the goal of those workflows is really to help you in identifying different screens here you are looking at the transactional life cycle this is, so a, okay. I this be, is life cycle then. okay all right good exactly so transactional probably i should be using life cycle word yeah, um, yeah. Not a problem. when, when you yeah. said workflow i went oh it does look different yeah, the yeah. life cycle it makes sense life cycle and traceability is what we are looking at so yeah sure. this is definitely far more complex to develop than just simple random workflow that is far easier yeah, yeah. Uh, to develop. Correct. Yeah, now mobile experience, when you are going to be looking at these products, they all are going to have very uh, pretty mobile experience, but pay attention to the URL. So if you are seeing any sort of port or the IP up top, that means the only thing they are trying to demonstrate is whatever you are going to open in the browser that can be open in the mobile. Sure, it is going to be responsive, because they all are using HTML5, they must have you know put right CSS uh, to be able to uh, you know customize the experience for the mobile and and your iPad. But that's not the native mobile experience. Native mobile experience is going to be in your native apps. That's a, and again, if you're busy with your mobile, for example, let's say if you are performing your warehouse transactions where every second counts. Okay. Yeah. If you are doing, and by the way, the way you are going to be holding your barcode scanner, that also counts. So for those transactions, it could be tricky to sort of manage using this kind of experience. If you are simply entering a contact number once in a while and you are a rep in the field, okay, for you, it might be okay. So again, depending upon the use case, the mobile experience matters a lot. And if you're looking for very busy experience, Make sure you have the native experience because Macola, as of today, they are probably going to have very lean mobile native experience. Okay, now the other observation that you are going to find, and this we found in the case of Happy Code Profit 21. These are the older screen, and this is the comparison okay. that I was saying that, okay, yeah, the older yeah. screens were like super crowded, super busy. Yeah. The newer yeah. screens look as if the product is completely changed, but that's the mindset that ECI is operating. They are really thinking more in terms of QuickBooks uh, right now. So one of the things that you are not going to find here is going to be the routing and their correlation with the Completely materials. separate files. Exactly, exactly. And again, in the FMCG world, it might be okay because the manufacturing is slightly simpler. They mm -hmm. don't really care as much more what happens on the shop floor. Typically, that is not really mapped through the ERP system. Their scheduling is going to be done in another scheduling software. So that's how traditionally uh, food and beverage businesses operated. Uh, you know, if you're looking at this segment, again, the sophistication of the operational processes are not going to be as much, uh, you know, in this space. And that's the reason why they are trying to sort of remove that complexity and they don't really have operations as part of the bill of material. Uh, you know, so again, these products are really targeted for FMCG. In my mind, even NetSuite is a very FMCG product. If you are going to look at their bombs, they, their bombs are going to be very similar to Macola. Acumatica right. is a different product because they are targeting serious manufacturing. Uh, 
<laughs> so their bombs are going to be very different so again it's the it, the, the the real truth is in the way your products are and how the data is structured for the product um okay now the other again we looked at the the work orders even on the work orders you are probably not going to find routing uh, some companies are going to be completely okay in fact the electrical manufacturers are probably going to be okay with this as well because they actually do end assembly they don't have a lot of machines at this point of time a, a lot of them especially the smaller ones so they don't really care for that you know experience they are probably going to have the the pick tickets that they are going to be printing and everybody's sort of going to be signing off uh, with macola i think you might be able to print them uh, so you might be okay but if you are looking for that connected experience where you want end to end traceability of your costing your scheduling uh, and you want everything to be connected again this is probably going to fall short uh, you know when you are uh, tying the costing scheduling labor layer material layer all of that together once uh, th that is going to be all of that together that's where you are going to find a lot of financial opportunities uh, if it is going to be very siloed sort of experience lean experience then you are probably not going to find all of that yeah it's, it's interesting on your sorry the previous screen it's interesting that uh where they're adding the labor step it's labor and overhead combined exactly and burdened exactly and 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 the way your labor reporting again you know you are probably doing this because you know again the the product is not as strong in having that the separate labor layer labor is going to have all of its layers that need to be reported you don't have that sure you can uh, you know report as lump sum you can report on a gl account anywhere in any system then you don't, probably don't need any rc system uh, but if you really if you want the transparency into what is happening inside your operational processes that's where the erp systems really shine so you know if you're going to have all of those layers in the case of macola you are probably not going to have that now scheduling is a very emotional topic in general in the erp community people fight uh, you know for blood when they talk about scheduling and we fought last time uh, i and nd you have already noticed individual uh, episode but here the way your scheduling is going to be surprisingly bombs are not as as complex as we have noticed but the scheduling is going to be very 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 complex the way scheduling is done and in the case of fmcg the mrp and the schedule are going to be sort of tied together because materials are far more important than your labor processes on the shop floor when you so go to industrial so more material planning what if scheduling is that right exactly because the materials are more expensive for the industrial right. manufacturing the that machine the energy is going to be far more expensive so again your critical success factor materials sure you might be using uh, you are probably going to have you know some expensive materials but the machine and the energy are the most cost drivers for the industrial distributors as well as manufacturers that's why their priorities are going to be very different than your fmcg distributor manufacturers and that's why you know in their case uh, if you look at electrical distribution you look at you know fmcg distribution there the boss is always going to be that procurement guy okay <laughs> they have a lot of power in the game because you know they sort of run the operation um, so here your mrp processes are going to be very tightly integrated with your scheduling but you are going to see all of those what if scheduling scenarios including things like dependent orders pegging but again this is designed for fmcg not really for industrial manufacturing uh, right. or really distribution yeah when i saw the screen i thought that's interesting because of the fact that routing and bill of materials are separate i was wondering how in the heck they did scheduling but if it's only material that totally makes sense 
Yeah, but I mean, they're here. They are doing the scheduling for the operations as well. So again, you know, I don't know how reliable that is going to be because you don't have the underlying data integrity. But overall, you are doing the planning for both. You mm -hmm. are, as you can see, you are doing the work center, and work center is actually trying to sort of schedule each of the jobs. So you are definitely doing the same. Uh, you know, scheduling that you are probably going to be doing in your sightline visual products. Uh, you know, it's just going to be a different perspective because where, it is really where do you see the work centers is down the left hand column. So, Andy, I don't know whether, whether you can see it here. It says D E P T A W C one employees. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Okay, so gotcha. these are really work centers. Yeah, gotcha. And by the way, I mean, see the way you are planning, so you can see what if orders. This is a very similar plan. Again, the product is very different. The perspective is very different. But the planning is very similar in general. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this is the finite capacity. Again, you know, when you look at the pure play scheduling, you know, they are going to, uh, you know, appear very similar. A lot of products can do finite scheduling. But again, the product type is going to be very important. For example, let's say if you look at Rootstock. Rootstock, we saw that they can probably do this as well. Rootstock is a very FMCG-centric product yes. as well. Okay, here you have things like, you know, auto-scheduling, uh, you know, capabilities, which is fascinating in my mind, and that you can do only when you are really going to have your demand and supply imbalance. Some reviews here, and then we can take some comments, uh, Andy. Uh, so here, this is coming from 2020, so it's relatively new. Uh, it's coming from Environmental Services, which is 51 to 200 employees. Now, environmental services are going to be very consulting-centric businesses, the way their business model works. So let's see how they are using. For the most part, Makola is probably not going to be a fit for environmental services companies unless they are using primarily for the accounting, a little bit of project management, procurement, then they are probably going to be okay. But if you're looking for the end-to-end -end experience, then probably this is not the right product for you. But here, let's say they are saying Makola is being used across the whole organization for all aspects of our production. Uh, this includes, and by the way, they are saying they have production, which is very interesting because they might be doing a little bit of manufacturing as well. Uh, but typically, environmental services, they are probably not going to be in the manufacturing business in general. They might do a very light construction, but for the most part, they are really doing the consulting. So here they are saying accounting processes, inventory management, customer support, sales leads, shipping and receiving. The software allows to keep all aspects of business connected in one application. Now, they have express some concerns here, integration with the other software, migration from another application. And then they are saying, use another software for CRM purposes. And that's exactly what I said. You know, CRM is probably not going to feel as intuitive for this business. The reason for that is because the product is not really designed for you. So again, if you're purely using it for accounting, then you might be okay. But the only reason why you are using multiple software in general is because the software is sort of out of the, out of the place. And that's why this user might be feeling that they probably need another software. We have another one where Makola wins a lot, which is going to be electronics manufacturing. This is your 11 to 50 employees, right market segment 2018. Uh, we are a manufacturing company. They are calling themselves as a manufacturing, but manufacturing could be all over the place. So pay attention to what kind of manufacturing are they doing, okay? For this, they are probably going to be very commoditized manufacturing and have used Makula as our MRP system since 2011. They are calling it as MRP as opposed to ERP. If you partially invoice an order and the remaining items are at cost, the invoice enters a no man land. This is where you are going to find a lot of different challenges. When you are going to have those one-to-end -one scenarios, when you are going to have uh, you know, one-to-one -one scenario where you have multiple lines, 
but then multiple invoices that's where these smaller products really struggle especially with data integrity so that's what she is trying to express that she has experienced similar thing even though makola is probably going to have those capabilities on the surface the only the, uh, the other thing that she is trying to say is the only solution is generating a new order so obviously they have their workarounds you know if you want to live with workaround sometimes that they could become your planning bottleneck so make sure when you are doing workaround for these things you know you really need to pay attention to whether you should be incorporating those workarounds as part of your workflow or not uh, uh, then they are saying negative inventory requires a custom report so it does not even have the out of the box capabilities for the negative inventory then inventory process is unnecessarily complex with multiple inventory having to be run separately i don't agree with that comment cola is really designed for multiple locations for fmcg so there is a little education process for the user and then they are saying capturing all of labor on partially closed production order is not ratio based again these are going to be the nuanced scenarios where you are really going to struggle uh, you know with this product you know it's not really designed for the industrial manufacturing scenario no, it's not designed are... for whip tracking it's more if, if you're going to do it nice assemblies simple assemblies it's going to be all back flushed yes so just one more comment here they are saying i can use the multi level pegging tool with makola mrp to figure out how the material i'm purchasing is being allocated to purchase orders uh, this is a very neat feature in my mind the way it is designed and if you are going to find that in makola you need to thank them because obviously that's a very uh, you know advanced feature uh, some more comments here so this person has commented that you know you probably would require consultants to set this product up and that's exactly what ECA is trying to do ECA is trying to simplify the product so that you probably don't need consultant uh, you know so they are trying to simplify the product architecture that might mean that you are probably going to be losing on some capabilities that's okay don't overblow your operation simplify yourself if you cannot afford to have consultants but bring consultants when you are going to be in that 20 25 million dollar range because you would require them now back in the back in the day and i don't know of the functionality how it is today because i i haven't been watching them very much but uh back in the day for for estimating they could only estimate as one specific quantity if you wanted to do multiple quantity estimating they had to do multiple lines on the quote like so, do it multiple times Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure if I have any sort of commentary there and the you know I'm going to count on you that probably the information that you are bringing to the table is probably accurate. Uh but yeah, do some research since Andy has already pointed that out. Any other comments Andy? No. Okay, just one last comment here on this comment and then we can open up for the floor commentary and the and the comments from the user. So here they are saying Macola does not have a way of being able to see quote conversions because once you convert a quote to an order, the quote disappears. evaporates exactly guys this is, this is where no i mean again this is where the small to larger products are going to differ and this is the mm. comment that i was trying to mention that you need an expert to be able to vet these products you will never know this because the again these are going to be the details where these products are really going to vary on the surface they are all going to look very similar so again the reason why they are doing is they are trying to you know reduce the database footprint they are trying to reduce the length of the transaction that's why they are doing this but i mean they are uh-huh. done for a purpose uh, you know so it's not odd it's designed for a purpose it's just that you are not the right customer if you need that <laughs> right sure okay andy so i can take some comments now from you and i can cover some comments that we have from the audience as well 
Sure. Well, I mean, you know, as I mentioned, I was very familiar with McCullough in its earlier years, but it sort of wasn't really a uh, a product that I ran across much over the last 20 or so years. And it was mostly like, as you said, it, because it's less focused at manufacturing these days. So, it, but from what I've seen from the screens, and I've talked to many of their customers, and they all all say the same comment that the newer screens are much nicer, much cleaner, and they were obviously that way during this presentation today. Okay, amazing. Any other comments, Andy? Okay, so I'll go over some of these comments. So Enders, uh, you know, Enders is saying that's crazy. <laughs> Nobody needs more than ninety thousand fields. Actually, that is not right. Okay, and the reason for that is because there are going to be companies that are going to be requiring a lot more fields. I'm not saying ninety thousand is probably a stretch, uh, but there are going to be companies that are going to require. Um, that functionality, but that is a very different market segment. I think so he's again, being sarcastic, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, I just wanted to clear the the doubt there. Wow. Some people might mistake. So here uh, they are saying just looked one pound of actual Madagascar vanilla bean is five hundred dollars, and I don't know where that comment is coming from. Well, it's uh, to do with the six digits on the currency. I see. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. Good wow. comment. Yeah, raw IP could suggest that their tech stack is set up for single tenant cloud exactly i don't know how cloud native they are at this point of time i'm pretty sure eci is doing a wonderful job there in doing something about it but obviously you are not going to find as deep capabilities in that so you are probably going to end up in with your uh you know the the on-prem product um so that's it for the comment and any other last minute comments not at all thank you so much sam of course. Uh, so that's it for today. If you joined for the first time, this was part of our industry series for which we meet every Tuesday at 5.30 p.m. Eastern. We review one vendor or the solution independently. So make sure you guys are going to be here next week. We are going to come back with another solution for the vendor. On that note, thanks, everyone, for your time and uh, insights, Andy. And thanks. And thank you so much, Sam. And I hope everyone's learned a little bit more about this uh, interesting product. Thank you so much. I cannot thank our guests enough for coming on the show, for sharing their knowledge and journey. I always pick up learnings from our guests and hopefully you learned something new today. If you want to learn more about Andy Fratico, head over to essoft.com. It's essoft.com. Links and more information will also be available in the show notes. If anything in this podcast resonated with you and your business, you might want to check other related episodes, including the interview with Colby Young, who shares his insights on the nuances of PO life cycle and why it's critical for seasonal businesses such as cosmetics. Also, the interview with Megan Gamble, who shares her insights into building the systems for the packaging industry. Also, don't forget to subscribe and spread the word among folks with similar backgrounds. If you have any questions or comments about the show, please review and rate us on your favorite podcasting platform or DM me on any social channels. I'll try my best to respond personally and make sure you get help. Thank you and I hope to catch you on the next episode Thank you for listening to another episode of the WBS Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. For more information on growth strategies for SMBs using ERP and digital transformation, check out our community at wbs.rocks. We'll see you next time.